This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. I hope you'll enjoy the sound of cicadas because they have not stopped since this afternoon and going into this evening, and I'm going to have to record this morning show. So I apologize if you do hear some of the cicadas that are populating around my oak trees around us as we talk through a very important issue. And the important issue is about transformation, transformation of the United States into something that we never wanted to be. See, there is something that you might have not noticed that has happened to Western democracies, to sovereign nations, and especially to nations like Australia and New Zealand over the past year and a half or so. I mean, you knew that something was going on, but maybe you couldn't define it precisely. The entire globe has adopted the communist Chinese methodologies in regards to how to deal with anything and everything. The entire world. Completely interconnected through the World Wide Web. Was put into a continuous feedback loop of fear. Fear on your smartphone. Fear on your television. Fear on your computer. Fear on your radio. Fear on billboards as you drive. Fear as you walk into any establishment. You had to be fearful. And that was looked at as being responsible. You had to be fearful and afraid. Not independent, responsible and courageous, but fearful and afraid. And the technocrats had to tell you what to do to keep you safe. And the one nation that everyone pointed to in regards to how things were done correctly was... China. And we all followed China's lead, even though China was the source of the virus. So we adopted China's forced lockdowns. We adopted China's totalitarian control of social media. Our new government has adopted China's methods in dealing with those who opposed the ruling party. Our new economic system is quickly morphing into something that resembles China's economy. So we copied the Communist Chinese Party's every move in our response to dealing with the reflexive virus. So let's take a look at Communist China a bit more closely and examine what they did and what we copied and what doesn't work for a previously free republic. So in January 2020, more than a dozen or so other provinces in mainland China implemented totalitarian lockdown measures, you know, such as the closure of schools and workplaces, and strict restrictions on travel and mobility, including the suspension of all public transport, the cancellation of airline flights, blocking trains and bus routes, and closing highway entrances. So efforts to bring the outbreaks under control in these provinces also included mask mandates and strict stay-at-home orders. And by the end of February 2020, the pandemic was largely under control in most Chinese provinces. At least that's what they were telling us. 
which led the government to start easing many of the oppressive lockdown measures the following month. So, in China, the lockdown was officially lifted on April 8, 2020, 26 days after it was initially implemented. So, on March 11, 2020, the World Health Organization declared that the COVID-19 outbreak was being upgraded from a public health emergency to a pandemic. So, in response, government officials in many liberal countries, many sovereign nations, along with a handful of unelected, technocratic medical experts, did not hesitate one bit to adopt containment measures, similar, of course, to the ones that were imposed in China, including internal and external border closures and extremely coercive and restrictive lockdowns and physical distancing measures for the stated purpose of bringing the pandemic under control and preventing future outbreaks. Of course, this also meant that they started to define businesses, organizations, churches, restaurants, bars, in categories of both essential and non-essential businesses. That means, instead of managing a situation that spontaneously emerged with the tools of spontaneous order, this is what you do in a free and open constitutional republic, and you create a self-regulating, a self-correcting system, the politicians that were moving along, and especially the technocrats, with what China had did, with their unelected medical experts, consciously chose to implement an artificial order that was imported from China. And sadly, under the direction of Vice President Mike Pence, even President Donald Trump allowed the technocrats to start steering our government. And of course, the blue state governors, and not to mention county officials and city officials, became mini mouths in the process. So this was done despite the fact that in many of these sovereign nations like Italy and the UK and France and Spain and Germany, that historically these countries have been persistently critical of artificial order, which refers to the deliberate central planning of all aspects of society by a head of state or a group of people that would be for the purpose of attaining a predetermined ends. In other words, those countries that are autocratic in nature, that have an end goal in mind, that are looking at people just as numbers. So if you look at Soviet Russia, Nazi Germany, or fascist Italy, and now the Communist Chinese Party, they were all artificially ordered societies. So they turned to an artificial order in order to achieve their predetermined goals that would inevitably resort to coercion and the imposition of a set of practical rules that would dictate the actions of their people, the conduct of their people, and the values of individuals in public, as well as their private spheres. Now, contrary to a spontaneously ordered society, let's say, where there are no predetermined or intricately planned large-scale collective goals to be achieved by a superior authority, and where each individual executes their own plans based on their own will, their own values, and their own choices. In an artificial order, the planner's plan 
replaces the plans of individual free men. In other words, the planner seeks to deprive all of the people of the power to plan and act according to their own plans. And that central planner, that technocrat, that autocratic ruler, well, those autocratic rulers aim at one thing only, the exclusive absolute preeminence of their own plans. So even though these artificially ordered governments are a novel system for formerly liberal countries, these governments have enthusiastically embraced their newly acquired totalitarian powers, as well as associated discourses, propaganda techniques, language, and oppressive, coercive, and dictatorial policies. They also silence and censure dissenting views. Think about what's been happening on YouTube. Think about what's been happening all over social media. My goodness, the amount of Facebook strikes that we've had over this past three months has been outstanding. So they silence and censure dissenting views, including those of many writers and credentialed scientists and doctors who have been attacked and labeled COVIDiots, conspiracy theorists, maybe people who are believing in horse medicine. They've also been called selfish because they're not part of the collective move. And what is really disturbing is the way in which they have insistently promoted the full vaccination of their populations with mRNA vaccines with unknown future side effects via highly sophisticated marketing and propaganda techniques designed to induce fear and paranoia in the population. So in recent weeks, many of these totalitarian regimes, you know, by the way, Folks like Australia, New Zealand, as well as the United States and the UK, being totalitarians completely new to them. So they are totalitarian babies. They're still in their infancy, but still in their tantrums, they have stepped up their efforts to vaccinate those citizens who are proving to be more unwilling or hesitant to being injected with mRNA technology by turning to punitive measures like withholding privileges with vaccine passports, and threatening their livelihoods through vaccine mandates through private corporate businesses. In fact, the introduction of vaccine passports is proceeding in a number of Western countries in spite of the fact that recent data from Israel, the UK, and many other nations with high vaccination rates suggest that the mRNA injections are of very limited effectiveness in preventing the spread of the disease. The steady and ever-increasing imposition of various totalitarian measures aimed at coercing the masses into getting their injections really shouldn't be that surprising, especially when you consider that the achievement of the ruler's ends via artificial arrangements entailed continuous intervention, regulation, and coercion on the part of whatever the new ruling authority is. Think about what the CDC has been able to accomplish here over the past year and a half, the NIH. When did you ever have to be concerned about the CDC interjecting themselves into the prevention of your liberties? So the oppressive measures being adopted by the novice and new infant dictators of former liberal societies have created something possibly even worse than China. And unfortunately, this is unlikely to deter any of them from pressing forward and making things even worse. So when you're faced with the failure of your first intervention of a baby dictator, these dictators would not 
be prepared really to undo their own interference that they can see is causing havoc. And they would likely go ahead and go back to their first measure of more and more regulations and restrictions. So basically, what you're doing is you're leaving the door open for the emergence of a kind of socialism and fascism in the German pattern of the 1930s and 40s. Now, those that favor an autocratic order, they're incapable of really recognizing the diverse nature of human beings in terms of their wills individually, their goals individually, their characteristics, beliefs, habits, customs, situations, and physical, intellectual, and psychological capabilities. See, because for them, everybody's different. It doesn't matter really what your ethnicity is. It just matters in terms of you as a sovereign individual determining your future. You've had those rights in the United States and even in the UK for years. So the new baby rulers of the autocratic order, they decided they're going to determine the daily activities of individuals. And of course now, while they're already diverse, completely, even within each one of their assigned collective groups, they're going to strip away their diversity individually. So those that are for the autocratic order, those baby tyrants, they've also been conscious that the fact that they will not be able to reach the souls of the minorities, the souls of the people with their sophisticated propaganda. So now they're going to rely upon religion, the church, the mosque, the cathedral, the small group, the small cult. But the sad part is, all of them have joined in on this too. So they will try to entice individuals into compliance through various forms of incentives and bribes. You know, through a lottery or offering, if you go ahead and get the vaccine, you're going to get a $100 check. Maybe you're going to get free dinner. Maybe you'll get free travel. So you're offering them lotteries, gifts cards, jewelries, computers, phones, phone plans, discounts at various stores, cash, all to get the vaccine. Now, how you deal with the most stubborn of the holdouts, you know, some of those redneck MAGA folks, or maybe the people that are truly liberal, that are committed to liberal ideals, and that they can actually see fascism when it's right at their door. Well, if they don't submit to those incentives, those carrots at the ends of the stick, they will implement increasingly coercive measures, including expensive fines, public vilification, physical and mental abuse. And now what you've seen over the last few weeks, the termination of employment, and then eventually imprisonment or taking your children away from you. So through these kinds of policies and measures, the rulers of the new autocratic Chinese-style order are able to create kind of a state of affairs in which what structure society still possesses is imposed upon it by government and in which the individuals now have become interchangeable units like any object or numbers, more or less with what you have seen in dystopian films like THX 1138, with no other definite or durable relations to one another. 
Now, as James Lindsay and I took time to unwind our recent conversation in regards to Hegel's view of science, which is simply alchemy and the creation of whatever reality someone wants to artificially order. The socialist and communists who practice this kind of artificial or autocratic order pretend that their plans are scientific. And just like true Hegelians, that there cannot be any disagreement with any of their scientific findings. They see there's a consensus and we all must believe the same thing. And if you step out of, set, of step with what they're trying to tell you you must believe, well, that's misinformation or disinformation. But as we have consistently warned about over the past four years here on Sovereign Nations in regards to reflexivity, that there is such a thing as scientific proof. Science is competent to establish what is, but it can never dictate what ought to be and what ends people should aim at. You see, we have a constitution here, and somehow we've forgotten about that. So, since the importation of the Chinese artificial or autocratic order, novice dictators, those many tyrants of formerly free societies, have been imposing fixed values that not only lie well beyond the limits of a state's action, according to liberal thought, but also exceed the scope and purposes of science, true science, you know, the scientific method. Well, that's out the window. Because they refuse to accept that men disagree in their value judgments. So the idea that Western countries could successfully import and apply to these autocratic, tyrannical orders, and what took the People's Republic of China more than seven decades to master, was not only misguided, but it also exposed the poverty in the thinking, judgment, knowledge, policymaking, caring, and imagination of Western leaders and their hand-picked medical experts who have taken it upon themselves to violate the fundamental principles of liberalism, democracy, and human rights. So now, here we are, in September of 2021, after more than 18 months, and there is no scientific evidence to suggest that the artificial order imported from China has eliminated the virus, nor has it improved the social and economic conditions or the healthcare systems in formerly free constitutional republics. Well, hey, the good news, the cicadas have stopped. <laughs> but it appears as though the totalitarian strategies that have been embraced by formerly liberal governments will continue to persist, possibly forever, unless you do something about it. And that's because all of this was in their long-term plans. All that you have seen around you. It was always meant to disrupt and then dismantle our current systems so they could replace it with new systems. We've been talking about this for many years. And even though it has already caused irreparable harm, both to our nation and as well to individuals by contributing to the deaths of many people and depriving many others of healthy lifestyles, violating all of their freedoms, and has facilitated economic damage, and ruin. The scary part is, is that they'd already known that this was going to happen. Because this is planned. In fact, some experts believe that the physical, moral, intellectual, and emotional damage that has been caused by lockdowns, I think a lot of them would agree that it's almost worse than a quick death. 
Alexis de Tocqueville, warned that if freedom is ever lost as a consequence of despotism and people have been brought to despair, then they will inevitably appeal to physical force, leading to the emergence of anarchy. Well, the group that's doing things right now has planned on that. And so they are attempting to quell the anarchy through complete force, through governmental control, through the suppression of free speech, and through the endless nonstop surveillance of your every movement, your every word spoken, your every dollar spent, your every sermon preached. We have quickly turned into the Chinese system. And we have teams of conservative lawyers saying, oh, we're here ready to fight for your free speech and for your constitutional rights. But we're no longer a constitutional system. You see, precedence has taken over, and somehow we've quickly transitioned into a technocratic system. Our law has been replaced. So it's time for a true awakening. We'd better wake up to it now and start pushing back. Because for the sake of our nation, for the sake of our church, for the sake of our families, for the sake of humanity, we must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. Thank you.